Welcome to a special edition of the Veterans Voice. I'm Ted Robertson. Veterans Voice is presented by USAA, and we're coming to you from the Optum Podcast Studio here on the campus of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Part three with my guest, Clint Jordan, a great friend to the community, a huge advocate for uh, people getting healthy, uh, not only military people, but all people getting healthy. Stay moving. Keep the brain chemistry on the positive side. Live a good quality of life. So that's led him to be uh, in real estate after 22 years and, well, 21 years and 10 months in the service as a firefighter. Next Move Military is, is the company that, that he is leading. Uh, his wife and he own a CrossFit operation called Bonnie and Clyde and um, are trainers, among other things, but, but have a, an interesting set of sensibilities. And everybody's welcome at, at Bonnie and Clyde CrossFit because it's all about movement. It's all yeah. about not getting rusty. Yep. Don't sit still. It's not good for you. Move. Run if you can. If you can't walk, if you can't walk, crawl. Do something, do something, do something but keep moving. Just get through the doors is what we always well, tell Well, you know, you, you shared with me uh, when we were talking earlier that um, you have a, a thing for sports, but even that's changed because you don't like to sit still for four hours. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> we were just talking about like the, the playoffs in football. Like I just can't. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much other stuff. I'm like, you guys can go watch it. I don't like Monday being a wash, you know, so. You came out of the military, you said, and you did spend about six months kind of just just taking stock, decompressing a little bit, and then a couple of things in your world that floated to the surface you knew you, knew you had to address. You got here into the uh, Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center system, got a lot of help that you needed, and uh, that led you to great things. <clears throat> uh, you got your real estate license, you built a team. How many people on your team? So I have six on my team here, mm-hmm. 248 on Next Move Military, which isn't specific to a brokerage or local. It's nationwide, so 248 mm-hmm. there. And part of that is about um, teaching transportable skills to mill spouses or members of the military, 100%. active duty or otherwise, yeah. uh, giving them a safety net, uh, giving them a, a career that they can get started almost anywhere they go. Yes, 100% what it's built for. And yeah. then, of course, to help veterans PCS and buy yeah. and sell homes. But You uh, have such a strong ethic about uh, how you do things in the real estate space that you personally interview each one of these people and yeah. vet them. And then uh, if uh, if they need it and want it, you will connect them with uh, another veteran real estate person, broker, agent, yep. team, someplace around the country, wherever they're going. 100% true. Yeah, good stuff. Because mill spouses face a lot of challenges. Yeah, I, all veterans do. And you know that the spouses do even more. Yeah. Like I know that, you know. Yes is the answer to that. <laughs> so what we're building is that support network for them. Well, and that side of your life got you plugged into American Dream TV, and you are now one of the hosts of American Dream TV. There are a handful of you around the country, and you're featuring communities, what makes them strong, what makes them great. Right. Uh, you can use that time to feature real estate, even your listings if you want to. But you've committed your time as host of American Dream TV to doing something uh, super different and super cool as far as I'm concerned. Well, I appreciate that. And yeah, so the American Dream TV is, it's nationwide, right? It's an Emmy winning show. Uh, most big cities have it. So there's, there's a, a bunch of hosts, but, but yeah, you, you have the opportunity to, like you said, I could showcase my listings. I got five houses on the market right now. I could certainly put them up there and say, Hey man, come check out Clint's houses. I chose not to, you know, the show itself is community lifestyle and real estate. Um, I chose to just do our community. More importantly, the people that are in it, and, and the lifestyle that we live. And most of that's our veteran stuff, which is what brought me, you know, besides being a member, like you said, I've been, been here in Mark Harmel for about two years myself, working through all the normal stuff that we work through, which is really one of the positives about being here is it doesn't have that same 
I don't understand. Like it's not there. It's easy to walk through these doors. You walk really? upstairs and, yeah. and nobody's. Yeah. There's no such thing as judgy here. No. It doesn't happen. These no. are. Uh, this is a group of veterans who are. They, they call it culturally competent. Yeah. In other words, veterans know how to speak the language of, of being a veteran to other veterans. That's like, and I don't want to jump back to the gym, but that's how, like, what the gym is. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You walk through that door and you're just like, oh, because we're like 90% military there. So you walk through, there's no anything. So when you come through the doors here at Mount Carmel, it's that same feeling. No one's like, we're all here. We all, we all, know, we all know what you've been through type of deal. Yep. All inclusive. Yeah. Welcoming everybody. So, yeah. So to the ADTV. So I decided on the shows that I do that I'll, I'll do more. Of the people that give back, like the the, the buildings, the, the the businesses like this that focus on the community and not not so much themselves. It's easy to to do you, but I like to highlight those that aren't <laughs> those that are doing more for others. So, oh well, that's somebody who is uh, <laughs> deeply involved <laughs> to uh, use an understatement. Very deeply involved at, at uh, with Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Uh, he caught your eye. He was somebody that you wanted to meet. Somebody made a really strong impression on you when you read his resume. Yeah. Or his, his bio. His bio. Yeah, Jay. Jay Chimino. <laughs> Jay Chimino. Yeah. Probably one of the most um, – if you haven't read it, if you haven't gone out there and, and read his bio, it's a, not the founder of Phil Long Ford, but um, he's the CEO and president of the whole the, the family of Phil Long dealerships now. But go out there and read his bio. If you want to – I don't know if it's humbling, like, but if you want to feel like you could do more in life, like yeah. – Read that man's stuff and what he's what he what he does and like past his military's past his f- Ford and all the money stuff like then it was this it's Mount Carmel everywhere you know to help yeah so when I saw that I was like <laughs> I knew you guys like I've been here and I'm like oh man this is the greatest connection ever I get to talk to the man <laughs> like the, I use the platform to get to him because I would have never had that right to highlight him and what you guys do here. So, yeah. So that's – for me, I'm like, this is the greatest opportunity in the world. Like, put me in front of a camera and say, hey, Clint, go interview whoever you want. I'm like, I'm coming here. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm, I'm getting Jay. Like, I'm like, this is awesome. I remember our first conversation about uh, you having read his bio and you were almost literally out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> when you got to the end it's of It was like it. four pages, like a book. <laughs> I to catch up with this guy. When am I ever going to be able to catch up yeah, with this guy? Put on my reading glasses. It was so long. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so Mount Carmel has its origins uh, down south in Trinidad. It's is uh, Jay's childhood home. And there is the uh, Mount Carmel Wellness Center down there. Right. Built in Jay's old childhood church. And then from there, uh, Jay had an idea. And he met somebody else that you know yeah. here at Mount Carmel. Little Colonel Bob. Colonel, Colonel McLaughlin, yes, yeah, sir. another <laughs> truly just amazing, yeah. humble individual with, I think I, it, their hearts, like their hearts are full of giving. Like when you just see somebody, you can look at people and be like, all right, you know, this is a decent dude, not a good guy, blah, blah, blah. You look at those two gentlemen and they're like, it's just giving. It's kind hearted. And Bob did 20 something years. He's a commander. Like most of those commanders are a little bit hardened. You know I mean? You look at Bob and you wouldn't guess for too long that he was in. You would think that he's like a pastor or a, you know, something you could just tell in his heart is so... Yeah, but I met Bob like a, a year ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. Bob really does have that giving heart and that uh, that demeanor about him that uh, yeah. makes people open up, makes people yeah, super uh, comfortable, want to be in his orbit somehow, some way. Yeah. And I think Jay spotted that early on. And uh, roughly six years ago, actually eight years ago, as uh, Bob was uh, leaving his post as the uh, garrison commander yeah. at Fort Carson, Jay found him, tapped him on the shoulder, and Volhan told him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love listening to their little banter about how that happened, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a great story. It's yeah. a great story. And we captured a lot of it um, on, the, on, on our episodes. So we'll have that segment about those two talking a little bit about 
Talk about how American Dream TV works and uh, what what we can expect to see when we see past episodes that you've done and this one coming up. Yeah, so basically we film for three to four hours. We compress it into a solid five minutes, five to seven minute episode. But, um, you know, you have the intro and then like with, with, with Jay and Bob, it's hard because he has so much. The man's done everything, you know what I mean? So how do you capture that in, in a nutshell? So basically we... we produce it. I, I script it myself. We do all that stuff. And with you, Ted, this time was a little bit better because I had some help with you um, as far as working with Jay and them. That like that was nerve-wracking, like for me. Really? The, meeting him. Were you starstruck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was there. And, uh, the guy the, who put out fires for 22 years <laughs> is, is, is starstruck? 100%. I, and funny. then my videographer guy was like running a little bit late. I'm like, we cannot be late on this oh, one. Matt and Patrick, those two, guys are, those two guys are amazing. Yeah. Phenomenal people. And there's just... In the military, everybody will understand this. So Matt, the night before, said, we're still on for 10.30, right? I said, 10 o'clock, but I said 1,000, not 10.00 a.m. Matt, military-wise, says 1,000% we're on at 10.30. <laughs> so when it's 10 o'clock, right? And remember I told you, I'm like, hey, I think he's running late, so I'm getting more nervous. I'm like, this is the one segment, and it's Jay Chimino, and I can't – all the other ones I can control, right? They're my people. I'm like, hey, we're just running a little bit behind. So I text Matt. I'm like, where are you at, dude? He's like, I thought you said 10.30. So needless to say, I'm nervous as all get up, right? And I've you never didn't met show it. Just I appreciate so you know. it. That was because of Jay, hundred percent because of Jay. When yeah. he walked up in his blue suit and he's smiling, he's just cheery eyed to everybody. He's like, "Good, hey, Clint," you know. And I'm like, it was so calming. Again, like the Bob, it was the calmest thing from one of the most like important in my mind. Like the guy is super important. He does so much, and then he's giving me his time, and then I'm a little bit late, <laughs> and then he still made me feel like, yeah. So the the, the starstruck didn't go away, but the nerve. Like I said, in those gentlemen's eyes, like you just see that they're just good people. You know what I mean? They, and they just give. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Jay. He oh, could, my gosh. Yeah. He could look at me different. <laughs> Give me the dad look or something. I'd have been like, oh, man. There was a moment there. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're set up. Your camera guys are ready to go, ready to hit the record button. You, you're starting to uh, do the intro piece and a, and a dog. <laughs> his dog escaped. <laughs> yeah. That was and great. And his dog is a talker. Yeah. And, and I guess so, Jay didn't you know, feed we, him or we, something? Jay, Jay took the dog back in the house. Yeah. And Jay is very gentle. Yeah. And so that is very telling. Jay was very gentle with his dog. Oh, 100%. Didn't care about that. He's like, come here. Yeah, nothing yep. phased him. Yeah. Nope. Didn't miss a beat. <laughs> I think I had already started my intro, the first one. And then the dog screaming at Matt's like, we're going to have to cut that. Yeah. Like I said, Jay's just like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things Jay is known for, Carson, is it's being a car guy. Right. And uh, talk about the setting for this particular piece. Yeah. So, again, we the, with the show, like, I 100% produce it. We can go anywhere, do anything, as long as, obviously, we have permission. But, um when I saw Jace, like, he lives close to where I do, but he's got the most incredible car <laughs> collection, of course, right? So w- the first time I said, hey, we need to – the only reason I told you, Ted, that we needed to go see his house was just so I could see all of his cars. But I told Ted, <laughs> for those that are listening, I said, hey, man, we need to do a site visit a couple days early. Yeah, I just wanted to see the cars firsthand so I didn't get – again, starstruck that day. <laughs> but, yeah, he's got – I don't know, there's 10 or 12 T-Birds and there's a Mustang. There's – Yeah, yeah it's Vet and – Got just them from the sixties and seventies and fifties, and and the cool bit is like he knows everything about like all like yeah. those and his paint. Like the man does everything. Well, you missed the nineteen forty three uh, tractor that he has in another garage. Oh, I think was it in the down garage? Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. Did you? When, see uh, it? Yeah, yeah, yep. 
No, yeah. I saw that too. I was, like, I, I, I was getting a kick out of you, just you know, kid in a candy store, had your phone out, videoing <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah, that was a cool thing. Level. I'm like, oh my god, this is the, <laughs> the week before I was driving Lambos on the other episode, and that's like nothing, right? I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's that's the show. Then you know, I get to say, hey, here's what I think. And like I said, on this episode is really cool because I got to sound with you and Gina and came up with a bigger game plan. Like it's important to highlight Jay. Right. And then how do we capture that the best possible? Because mm-hmm. it's not a show for Clint. Like I don't. Yeah. Whatever. So how do we capture that? And with a, a, a man of that like caliber and the things that he's done, it was um, challenging. Hopefully the, the show turned out wonderful, but hopefully we were able to capture everything in that five minutes, like exactly how we want it to play out. Yeah, And, you but, know, Jay is one of those guys where, you know, a long time ago when I met him and I'm, you know, it was back when. I was working at a radio station. I spent roughly two hours uh, interviewing Jay and uh, Kevin Shaughnessy, which is his right hand. Okay. And that's where I really got to know Jay. And um, that's when I was struck. Uh, right. I had conversations with the folks who have, who have said, you know, that's a man whose legacy needs to be chronicled. Yeah. And Jay will push back on that every time and say, you know what? It's not the Jay show. It's what I love to do, that's for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I'd love to be part of a project like that, but how do I do it without raising my hand and saying, look at me, look at me, look at me? Yeah. That's not what, that's not Jay. You don't have that in you either. And I will tell you something that um, I'm not sure I shared with you before, but we had a couple of conversations, Jay, just kind of saying, tell me more about Clint. What's he like? How long have you known him? And uh, it was so easy. And uh, I hope you don't mind. It was very easy to give you. Um, an over-the-top vote of confidence, and that made him very comfortable. So I think that's uh, that chemistry between the two of you yeah. it comes naturally because it's between the two of you. But well, I, I appreciate that. We were he able to give Jay confidence. <clears throat> so you're not in this for you. He wanted to tell this real story about this real guy doing real good. I appreciate that. You didn't share that with me, so I definitely appreciate that because it literally is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's cool. It's and like true. I said, the platform allows it to – the relationship you and I have to go to Jay and say, hey – it's real, you know. We literally want to, like, I want you won't, like you said, Jay won't do it. There's no way he's going to be like, "Hey, let's do a show about Jay." <laughs> like, yeah. Roll the cars out in the driveway, yeah. Ernie. Um, I'm going to yeah. sit on a couple of bar stools and yeah, here's what we're going to do, Ernie. Tell stories. Yeah. So, would you not love to be in a circle with Jay and have him tell some of the real stories about his days as a Marine? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, like I said, just when him and Bob start going off on a little, oh my god, tangents like, too. Yeah, they they really do have a great relationship, and I, I can see why. Uh, uh, Jay chose Bob, and I can 100%. see why Bob was compelled not to say no right. to Jay. Yeah, it's a. Gr- <laughs> I mean, the relationship is. Like I said, you don't oftentimes find, and with you in that circle too. The first time I met you, you could see it the same. I'm like, man, this is just a really like a nice person. You know what I mean? Like we're in the military, we're like we're hardened a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then as a grown up, it's hard to make grown up friends. I'll say that every day. I'm like, because they're all out for something. Like, yeah, in a sense, and not everybody, yeah, but it's yeah, just hard right. to make grown up friends. Right. And most people, for some of them, met you, I'm like, man, this is it. And I already knew Bob, and then with Jay, I'm like, what a good group of people here <laughs> like, in one little building. Like, you guys got so you're, very, very fortunate very to, um, to be know, here. People ask me about my job, and I say, I get paid to do what I do, I yeah. get paid to be this happy. Yeah, it's cool, and, and being doing, uh, doing things, and, and being in, in Bob's orbit, being in Jay's orbit. You know, I may be a few layers removed, but uh, I still get to see him and talk to him every yeah. once in a while, which is a, a huge privilege for me. And, and to be able to, to do this job and, and work with guys like you, it just, just means so much because it's, it's us getting a chance to talk about what this operation does and what yeah. Jay has built here along with Bob's help. Yeah. And that's a big part of what uh, we're going to see when we see this edition of American Dream <clears throat> 
TV come up. So with that, we're going to pop out of here. Cool. Uh, we'll come back and we'll do a part four, and we'll talk a little Perfect. bit more about uh, what to expect. And then I want to take a look into the future oh, and cool. see what that might hold. Oh, yeah, the future's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm Ted Robertson. My special guest today, Clint Jordan. We're coming back with part four of this series on American Dream TV. Clint, uh, Jay Chimino, Bob McLaughlin, Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Wonderful stuff. A real treat for me to be able to uh, just sit and have visits like this. You're listening to a special edition of the Veterans Voice presented by USAA, and we're coming to you from the Optum Podcast Studio located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus here in Colorado Springs, Colorado.